are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked On rooms. Thank you so much for making Locked On Mariners your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E. G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at C-Pat11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information on that. Got a good show for you on today's episode of Locked On Mariners. It's Fan Fiction Friday, which means we reached out to you on Twitter for your Mariners trade proposals. We're going to read and grade as many as we can on today's show. If you love all this trade talk as much as we do give the show a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this we greatly appreciate it colby our first trade of the day comes from our buddy jordan levitt at mormon pizza man on twitter he has the mariners getting robert stevenson he wrote tyler stevenson here but i, I assume he means robert stevenson the reliever from the rockies as well as brendan rogers the former top prospect at shortstop and second base for Dylan Moore, Justice Sheffield, and Starlin Aguilar. What do you think about this one? Yeah, I don't see it. Um, Dylan Moore and Justice Sheffield just don't have trade value right now. Um, and Aguilar Pretty is... Yeah, and Aguilar is probably four or five years away. Um, mm. And the Rockies don't seem like they're all that interested in, in really rebuilding. They gave Sensatella a, uh, a long-term extension, and it sounds like they're trying to do the same with John Gray. Um, doesn't sound mm-hmm. like they're trying to trade Herman Marquez. So doesn't sound like they're trying to rebuild. And, and Rogers, I think, has enough, you know, prospect status still um, that I don't think he's going to be given away for, you know, two mediocre bench pieces and an uh, interesting prospect, but one who's probably four or five years away. So I just I don't see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rogers was also worth one and a half F four this year. He was a two eighty four, three twenty eight, four seventy hitter this year, mm-hmm. hundred WRC plus, and this was his right. first full season in the major league. So he he looked good this year. This is not a bad player by any means that you're uh, or a, a bust by any means that you're trying to buy on the cheap here. Uh, it's going to take more than this to to get Brendan Rogers as well as Robert Stevenson, who uh, was a pretty solid reliever last year. I believe he had a K per nine over ten. Um, so he, uh, yeah, that, it's just, uh, it's too little for that. Um, grade wise, uh, I'll give it a 35 to a 40. Same. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on here to, uh, let's see here. We got Harry DePoto, one of our other favorite followers here, um, who, uh, has the Mariners getting a massive, massive return from the twins. Byron Buxton, Josh Donaldson, Jorge Polanco for Zach Deloach and Abraham Toro. Um, clearly putting a lot of stock into taking on the contract of Josh Donaldson here, but I'm just going to be the first to say that this is too little that the Mariners are giving up for three really good players, uh, even with Donaldson's contract involved. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's too little. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's not realistic, and this is why baseball trade values is a, a 
very flawed website to use because they have this as relatively close and it's just it's it's not you know if, if you want these three guys you're gonna have to give up george kirby you're gonna have to give up hancock you're basically gonna mm-hmm. have to force the twins to start their rebuild because polanco is an yeah. all-star byron buxton and when he's healthy is an mvp candidate and uh you know donaldson is still a really good player despite the uh the contract um so those are three massive assets that you just acquired and you're, you're not going to get them for deloach and toro um like I said, it's Kirby, it's Hancock, it, it's to even start with these three guys. Um, mm-hmm. For Donaldson, might you be able to get him for Deloach and Toro? Yeah, probably. But I think it's going to cost, I think it would cost Hancock to even get you started on Buxton or Polanco. So if you want both of mm-hmm. them together, it's going to cost, you know, Kirby or or uh, Kirby, Williamson, Hancock, Brash, uh, Trammell, like it's it's going to cost more than this. Yeah, I hate to be a, De- a Debbie Downer and and start this episode off being uh, hypercritical, but uh, yeah, I'm probably also going to give this one a 35. <laughs> um, Crazy Shark uh, brings up Justice Sheffield, Brandon Williamson, Tom Murphy, Levi Stout, and a player to be named later for Wilson Contreras, the Cubs catcher. One year left on his deal. I think you could probably get him for less. What do you think? Yeah, it's a bit much for me. Um, Sheffield, Murphy, whatever. Um, but and the Murphy I mean, idea kind of makes sense. You give the Cubs a controllable catcher. You know. Yeah, but not a very good one. Uh, so not a very good one. But is Sheff- I, I mean, I the, think- the the prizes here are Williamson and Stout, and whatever the players yeah. be named later is here, which right. is inconsequential, Sheffield, really. Right, Sheffield, stop throwing him into trades. He's he doesn't have value. Um, yeah. you know, he just, he's just a dude at this point. And it's very unlikely that any team really values justice Sheffield as anything more than, and that that's a guy you have to carry on a 40 man spot and you have to pay him, you know, league minimum, which isn't much, but if you don't value him as a big leaguer, why would you want him in a trade? Um, so yeah, just throw him out. Uh, it's Williamson and stout for me. That's too much for Contreras. Contreras is a very nice player. Um, He's probably, though, he's still probably a three-win player. You only get him for a year. Personally, I would just go ahead and roll with Murphy at catcher and go sign, you know, Jan Gomes for five, six million bucks and then keep Williamson and Stout uh, and go try and train him for something else. So uh, Contreras is a good player, uh, but I just, for me, giving up those two guys for one year of a three-win player, it's, it's a little bit much. I'm gonna give this one a 45 uh, because I do I, I I do like the idea of uh, of trading for Contreras. I've been a big proponent of doing that, uh, but yeah, this this deal is a little little much on the Mariners side of things. And I I think uh, realistically speaking, you can get him for less. You can get him for less. So let's move on here to at CKESPN on Twitter who brings up four separate trades so we're going to quickly go through these uh first one tom murphy and a player to be named later to the pirates for jacob stallings the catcher for the pirates not enough yeah pirates want more Mm -hmm. uh zach deloach Juan Ten, taylor trammell to the rangers for adelise garcia the center fielder who strikes out a lot but has a ton of thump and is a very good defender out there in the outfield particularly in right cost the Mariners several runs. Um, yeah. Yeah. He slumped hard in the second half. I do like the idea of Garcia 
as like checking in on him to see what what you can do with that because I, I do think that's an interesting player. Um, but I don't think the Rangers would take this for Garcia because there's rumors that the Rangers might be interested in one of the shortstops, and if they're doing that, they're kind of looking for a quick turnaround. Um, but even then, I don't know if the Mariners would do this for Garcia because, like you mentioned, he strikes right. out a lot, um, and they yeah. like Deloach, they like they they like Taylor Trammell, so. Um, I don't know if either side would do this, but I do think it's interesting and pretty creative. So uh, that that one I like. I just yeah. I just don't think either side would do it. Yeah, I like it as well, but I agree with you on that. Uh, all right, Marco Gonzalez and Justice Sheffield to the Orioles for John Means. Marco is just as good as Means, so no. Yeah, uh, just it, it feels like a very lateral move there. And you lose one. the leadership that Marco brings and all that stuff, so no. Yeah. Uh, Emerson Hancock, Noel V. Marte, Evan White, and Drew Steckenrider to the Guardians for Jose Ramirez. You need better secondary pieces. Yeah, Hancock and Marte are a good start. Uh, mm-hmm. Evan White probably doesn't no have value. any uh, trade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Drew Steckenrider, fine. You know, I'm sure the, the Cleveland would White. be would be into that because they could flip him at the deadline. He's a controllable reliever. Right. Um, but that's that's a that's not a third piece, and uh, because Evan no. White is certainly not the third piece here. No, tack on a Williamson or a Brash or or you know somebody like that, Lewis, Kyle Lewis maybe even, and then then we can start yeah. to talk, and then you have a, a a good start here. But like I said, the the first two pieces fine that gets you in the conversation. Uh, the next mm-hmm. two though, probably not. Uh, so yeah, you, you need to definitely need to improve from. Uh, Evan White for this deal to have really any traction, but uh, it's a good start. All right, we'll have more trades in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by NetSuite. Slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth, or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books, am I right? It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. Failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% of survey businesses increase their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on netsuite.com slash locked on. Don't you hate it when you're out and about and hunger strikes, but the only convenient options are unhealthy and going to make you feel worse in the end. That doesn't have to be the case anymore. If you choose built bar built bar is providing folks with a healthy, nutritious and delicious alternative for snacking built bar has a plethora of delicious flavors ranging from coconut to cookies and cream, mint brownie, and so much more overwhelmed by the amount of good options. Then try one of their mix boxes, which gives you two bars per nine flavors. Each bar includes 17 to 18 grams of protein with calories ranging from 
the low, low numbers of 130 to 180. They only have four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs, and all the flavors are amazing, tasty, and most importantly, healthy. So go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. Colby, let's get into more trades here, starting with at MJFB80 on Twitter, who has a Phillies Mariners trade here with the Mariners getting Alec Baum and Didi Gregorius for Matt Brash, Taylor Trammell, and Paul Seawald. This is way too much for Alec Baum because you are basically taking on the contract of Didi Gregorius Gregorius, which is supposed to help you, and Alec Baum coming off the year that he just had, you shouldn't be giving up that much. Plus, taking on the contract of Didi Gregorius, so I no. I, <laughs> I wouldn't give up. One. I wouldn't give up any of the three players that's uh, Seattle Wood in this deal for Alec Baum straight up. I don't like the guy mm. that much, to be honest with you. Um, right, Didi Gregorius could be a solution to second base. You know. Um, but again, it's if, if you're acquiring Didi Gregorius, you're doing it for nothing because he's making fifteen million dollars next year, and he was yeah. worth negative, you know, one win this year. And and there's definitely some upside here with Gregorius. There's some power. There's you know, actually some decent uh, batting average skill. So Gregorius as a second base target, fine. But you're doing that for like Yusei Kikuchi or some. You're either doing like a pro or a, a salary swap, or you're doing like like a nobody pro like Tyler Keenan for, for Gregorius. So I uh, just way too much. You're, I, I don't know why you're so high on Alec bomb. Yeah. A lot of people are really high on Alec bomb on Mariners Twitter. I don't, I really don't get it to be quite honest safety. with you. Yeah. You need safety. You need, uh, you need more Alec, floor and you need more ceiling as a Alec combination. Baum doesn't here. start over Abraham Toro. So no. Yeah. All right, this one comes from uh, Roshan Bratt uh, at Mariners fan one two three four on Twitter. Tyler Glasnow and uh, Brandon Lau for Emerson Hancock, Brandon Williamson, and Yusei Kikuchi. Pretty creative deal here uh, between the Rays and the Mariners, getting a second baseman slash third baseman and and Lau, who's a all star caliber player at times, and Glasnow, who's obviously not going to be pitching uh, this year or twenty twenty two rather. Uh, what do you think about this deal? Yeah, it's basically Hancock, Williamson, and Kikuchi for Lau because Glass now is probably not going to pitch until 2023, like you said. So um, mm-hmm. I don't see the Rays taking Kikuchi. Uh, that's a lot of money to spend on a guy. And, and I know Glass now is going to make some money and Lau is going to make some money. But if they're trading those two together, they're not going to do it for an even salary swap. They want to dump some of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the Rays would be pretty interested in Hancock and Williamson. Uh, they, they love to get their hands on pitching. Um, so either of those guys for Lau as a starting point is fine. Uh, glass now is interesting, but you can't really count him as a big, you know, addition to any trade right now. So, uh, it's creative, it's fun, but, uh, it, it needs to be worked on, but, uh, I like it. it it's like, I said, it's, it's outside the box. Yeah, it's pretty creative. And for that, I'm going to give it 48, 48 on the 20 to 80 grade You're scale. A jerk. Am I a jerk? I thought that was pretty good. Start handing out some fifties, man. Fifties is at least average. I mean, come on. I mean, I don't think, yeah, but the based in the world of realism here, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't are, think that would happen. I don't think the so Rays would take. 
You are so mean. <laughs> hey, there's some pretty that's some pretty good. There's some pretty good, you know, 45 grade players out there. 40 grade players out there. That's a 50. Congratulations. That's a JP Crawford bat. 50. All right, fine. 50. 50 then. I'll, I'll start being. No, you already said 48 and a half. <laughs> 48 too and late. a half. <laughs> it's too late. All right. Um, here's one from Belcher out at Beltray fan 29 on Twitter that I, I, I like quite a bit. Kyle Hendricks and Wilson Contreras for Emerson Hancock, Tom Murphy, Zach Deloach, and Milcar Perez. You know how much I love Kyle Hendricks here, so I'm a little bit biased. Yeah. Just doesn't seem right. Um, I would pass on this if I were Seattle. Why is that? Uh, because I don't trust Kyle Hendricks, honestly. Uh, he was pretty bad all year. Um, and there's, there's not, you know, he's a soft tosser. It's not like he's going to add another pitch. There's just, I don't know. There's safety here, but not a lot of upside. I don't think like I I'm buying into 2021 pretty hard here and Contreras has one year. So, I mean, is, is Wilson Contreras for 130 games really better than a Murphy and Jan Gomes stack? Probably not much better. Not at the expense of Emerson Hancock and Zach Deloge. So yeah, but what about Wilson? What about a Contreras and Torrens stack? Well, why isn't Torrens added with the Gomes and Murphy stack? But why does Murphy have to be involved? Because I think you want to move on from Murphy. Well, Murphy's in this trade, but uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know that they do. I don't know that they do. I, I think they look around at the catch. The whole point is here is to not have Cal Raleigh on the opening day roster. He can't be there. Mm-hmm. Terenz either doesn't want to catch or Seattle's going to be very careful about how often they use him at catcher. So you need two guys. So if you trade Murphy for Contreras, what are you going to do? You're going to have to carry three catchers unless Terenz is all of a sudden totally committed to catching 60, 70 games a year, which maybe he is. Maybe he's not. I don't know. So no, no for me. But if they, if they made this trade, I wouldn't be mad. Let me, let me be clear about that. Mm. It just, eh, you know, I'd be whelmed, I guess I would say. But I know you're big right, on Hendricks and Contreras, so. Yeah. Uh, in terms of compensation, in terms of realism, all that stuff, I'm going to give this one a 55. Like, Mr. Sunshine, Ty Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's all next? Right, Belter fan also has another trade, this time for Zach Gallen. Uh, mm-hmm. the right-handed pitcher from the Diamondbacks. Emerson Hancock, Zach Deloach, and Brandon Williamson to the Diamondbacks for Zach Gallen. What do you think about that one? Pretty it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, Gallen coming off of an injury wasn't great this year. But, you know, then again, so is Hancock. So, so uh, yeah, I'd, sure. I'd probably... Eh, I would like to get, like, a Josh Rojas back in such a deal or somebody like that but uh yeah that that that's fine yeah uh i'm not super sure if the diamondbacks would do this but yeah. i i i think this is totally fair given the year that gallon is coming off of and um yeah i would i would not be mad at this deal whatsoever because i like zach gallon quite a bit mm-hmm. all right uh this one comes from another favorite of ours jerry savage depoto on twitter at savage depoto uh, Mariners acquired Tyler Malley, right-handed pitcher from the Reds, along with left-handed pitcher Mary Garrett and outfielder Shogo Akiyama, who's carrying a $9 million 
AAV hit from the Reds in exchange for right-handed pitcher Chris Flexen, right-handed pitcher Drew Steckenrider, right-handed pitcher Eric Swanson, and right-handed pitching prospect Connor Phillips. So you're taking on Akiyama and Garrett's uh, AAV hits to help limit the cost of acquiring Mally, but you're still giving up one of your better rotation pieces and flex in here, along with a valuable uh, reliever in Steckenrider, a solid reliever in Swanson, and one of your better pitching prospects in Phillips. Um, is this too much for the Mariners, or are you cool with this? Because I, I do think this is pretty fair. It's really easy to track the the logic here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big Tyler Malley fan. So, and obviously Amir Garrett is a walking brawl, which is something yes. we've been wanting for, for quite a while <laughs> um, since we met really. So uh, I like the idea of trading Flexen and Steckenrider for an upgrade at the rotation. I, I, I think we're probably a little low on Connor Phillips here. I really like that, that prospect. So yeah. Um, yeah, like same. I said, if this, if this deal comes through fine, whatever, like I, I think it's a pretty solid deal. Um, and it makes sense because now the Reds have a little bit more money to maybe keep Castellanos or, or, you know, go out and sign his replacement and get somebody else. So, uh, I think it makes some sense here. The Amir Garrett, if you're really worried about that money, you could just non-tender him. I'm pretty sure he's a R3 guy. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like if this deal comes down the, the ticker, I get it. You're, you're basically buying Tyler Malley for $9 million. Yeah. You're saying the difference between Chris Flexen and Tyler Malley is about $9 million. Sounds about right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I like this deal. I, yeah, yeah I'll I, give this. I'd, I'd give it like a 60 for creativity. Like, it's really creative. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I was yeah, going to say 55 job. to 60. So, I, I, yeah. I like this one. Good job, mm-hmm. Savage Depoto. All right. We are going to talk even more trades in just a moment, but real quick. Got to remind you that this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by betonline.ag. We're back at better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite favorite sports bet online where the game starts all right more trades on the way starting with at we can't score on twitter i always <laughs> always love that name every time i read it it's it gives me a good chuckle uh so they have a very uh they have two trades that are well one of them is very very convoluted <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something uh but let's start with the first trade that's a lot more simple Yusei Kikuchi, Dylan Moore, Jake Fraley, and Anthony Masevich to the A's for Tony Kemp and Jake Diekman, assuming that the A's accept his team option. Yeah, I don't see Oakland wanting Yusei Kikuchi. Um, Same. And honestly, I think Dylan Moore has no trade value, and I think Jake Fraley has limited trade value. Um, I could see like a Masevich for Diekman swap, actually, though. I think, you know, Seattle gets a little more safety in their, their left-handed option. Sure. Um, 
mm-hmm. overall, it's not it's not terrible. I, I just I, I don't see you know Oakland rebuilding, and th- this move doesn't necessarily mean they'd be rebuilding. But can you see Oakland taking on thirteen million dollars for Yusei Kikuchi this offseason? Because I don't. Not me. No. 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 Um, if you can get uh, Tony Kemp for Dylan Moore and Jake Fraley, by all means, do it. Uh, I just do I don't think you're going to. Do you know what Diekman's club option is for? I don't. I can look it up real fast, but because I know that I know that Kemp is uh, is projected to make four million in uh, arbitration. Um, is it four million or two million? Either way, so you're not eliminating a ton of money off of Kikuchi's deal on that front. Uh, I believe the 2022 club option is it's for four million dollars. Uh, yeah, so the A's would still be picking up seven million dollars ish, give or take, mm-hmm. on uh, on Kikuchi, um, and then you got to yeah. add you know more Fraley Masevich to that as well. That's going to add up to a couple more million dollars. Uh, yeah, because I believe more is uh, projected to make one point six in arbitration, and then uh, you know Fraley and Masevich, of course, uh, are both still making the league minimum, but that's still going to equate to another million dollars, and every cent matters when you're trading with the A's. So, um, probably not is what I would say to this, but interesting, and I do like the Deakman idea uh, that you brought mm-hmm. up, just swapping Masevich for Deakman. That's that's cool. Um, all right, so the second trade here, this is the... <laughs> have you seen this one, Colby? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you right now that the Houston Astros are not giving up their two of their best players for what they're receiving. No chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Mariners get Kyle Tucker, <laughs> JT Chargois, Okay, the return of JT Chargois right. and Shane Baz. Oh, okay. Man, this is a sure. great return for the Mariners. The Mariners are yeah. killing it with this one. <laughs> uh, for uh, in a three-team deal with the Astros and the Rays, that sends Randy Arozarena and Noel V. Marte to Houston, and Jordan Alvarez, Drew Steckenrider, and Casey Sadler to Tampa. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. So um, some somehow Seattle gives up Noel V. Marte, Drew Steckenrider, and Casey Sadler, and they get Kyle <laughs> Tucker and Shane Baz. And JT Sharkle, who's a pretty solid reliever. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and give you like a 75 on creativity, but like a 20 on realism. <laughs> That's so, literally what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, like very creative, but there is a 0% chance Houston trades Kyle Tucker or Jordan Alvarez, let alone both. And they're not doing it for Randy Rosarena, who's worse than both of those guys, and Noel V. Marte, who doesn't help <laughs> anytime soon. Like that, they're not doing that. I'm going to assume that that was a troll trade. <laughs> I just, I really hope it is. I really hope it was. <laughs> it's like. I, it's like fantasy. It's like MLB the show. Like, oh, I want to get these two guys. And so I'm going to make two separate trades with bulk. And, you know, the show will accept it if the the scales tip. Like, oh, I'm going to get three players for this one. And MLB the show is like, oh, yeah, three for one. That's almost always fair. And it's like, no, that's that's not how that works. So, um, like I said, very creative. 
very unrealistic, but uh, very creative. All right, so we got one last trade to go over here, and this comes from Sus Russ <laughs> at Sus Russ three one two on his Twitter. <laughs> No, LV Marte, Brandon Williamson, Abraham Toro, and Jake Fraley to the Arizona Diamondbacks for Cattell Marte. I like uh, it. What about you? See, the training for Cattell Marte, and we have a couple minutes so we can elaborate slightly on this. The thing with yeah. Cattell Marte is that good player, obviously, um, mm-hmm. but injuries are important here like they are a part of the yeah. his you know his path forward and and uh you know he missed about half the season this year uh he was also pretty average last year um in 2020 uh so it really comes down to do you believe that 2020 is an outlier and that this 2019 2021 version is who he is or do you believe the opposite? Because in 2019, he had 32 home runs. Yeah. Um, he slugged 592. And this year he was, you know, still very good, but it fell down to 532 with, you know, a pace of about 22, 23 home runs. So, yeah, it's, I mean, which which version do you think you're getting? Also, are you acquiring him to play second base? Are you acquiring him to play center field? I mean, there are a lot of questions. This feels like him. a good deal for Kyle Lewis to be in. Yeah, I mean, as like the third piece, like you're still probably going to have to give up Marte and Williamson. But if you give up like mm-hmm. maybe even Toro, but if it's Kyle Lewis instead of Fraley or if it's Lewis instead of Toro, then maybe. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. so I, I struggle with what to do with Marte. He's got one year left on his on his deal, but he does have the back to back team options. So you'll have him for three years. Um assuming you exercise both options, which there's really no reason to suspect you wouldn't. Uh, he'd be due $26 million over the next three years. That's really good uh, return. Um, so, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, do I do this deal? Probably. Um, does Arizona? I, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say no, because I don't know enough about Arizona, but I would say probably not. Um, mm-hmm. I is Arizona finally going to realize that they have to rebuild? Or are they going to do the thing where they just like, oh no, let's try and be around 500 again. And then, you know, it just, Arizona's a mess. They really are. So yeah. um, it's, that's what complicates Cattell Marte trades. Um, but from a value standpoint, yeah, I like this one. I would do it if I were Seattle. I would strongly consider it if I were Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. And if I could get, I mean, I, like if this is Noel V. Marte, Emerson Hancock, Abraham Toro, and, and Kyle Lewis, then I probably do it if I'm Arizona. And then I don't know if I do it if I'm Seattle. So Hancock is just really yeah. tough to or sorry, Marte is just really tough to to peg what his value is right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's high, right. but is it that high? I, I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I agree with you on that. I'll uh, I'll give the steal uh fifty two. So you were right? gonna say like you're gonna say like forty eight, and then you remembered me making fun of you for being so. No, I was gonna say fifty, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I was like fifty two. Maybe like a fifty five. I'm just nicer than you in general, so yeah, clearly, clearly. Yep, I'll give it a fifty five. That's out of All right, 80. well, that's uh... a. <laughs> 
that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and then you can participate in future Mailbag Mondays and Fan Fiction Fridays and all that good stuff. You can also follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode, wherever you're listening to it. So thank you again for making Lockdown Mariners your first listen of the day every day. We greatly appreciate it. Now make your second listen of the day Lockdown MLB or Paul Francis Sullivan and please call him Sully brings you his unique perspective on the Major League's present and past. And just like us, it's free and available on all platforms. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you next week.